Hello, and welcome to Catholicism in the Car. My name is Parker Zerba. Alrighty, y'all. Today I want to continue our discussion, discussion on human nature. Yesterday we had a, actually a fairly long podcast, almost half an hour, on this topic. And uh, I kind of laid out three different views that give us a sort of parameter. And then I, I laid out which one of those views is the, uh, the Catholic view, uh, which is the view that I take. So those three views are the dualist view, where the soul and the body are seen as two separate entities, two separate substances that can live on independent of each other, or, or at least the soul can live on independent of the body, just from a natural point of view. Uh, and, and, and again, this, this dualist idea was very popular in certain times in Christian history, um, including our own. It's very popular, but it has a lot of... Um, there's, there's a lot of consequences to holding that sort of view because it, it oftentimes will end up the person thinking that self, the actual, what makes up the human person, the actual human nature, is not the body-soul composite, but it is just the soul, okay? And begin to see that the, if, the, if the body is just a casing for the soul, then the body needs to change to conform to the soul. Even more nefariously, the body needs to change to conform to the self, okay? Because in one sense, yes, you can talk about the body conforming to the soul in that it's properly ordered towards what is good for the, the individual, the whole human person. Because our bodies, because of um, the fall and original sin and concupiscence, concupiscence is a word I don't think I've used yet in the podcast, basically meaning uh, the tendency that we have towards sin. That's what concupiscence is. It's the tendency that we have towards sin. Um, and this concupiscence infects our bodies and our souls. So it's not like our souls are pure and our bodies are bad. right? They're, they're both infected uh, by the uh, stain of original sin and this concupiscence that comes with it. right? So we discussed that sort of dualist view and why I think it, it really doesn't work. And why on the surface it might seem like a good way to go, a good a good uh, uh, paradigm for the human person, for human nature. But ultimately it can lead to a, a type of divorce of the body from what would be considered the self and where the, the body is not considered truly part of the human person. Okay. The second view that we talked about is materialism, which by all accounts is, is quite simple. Um, it's basically just saying that the matter that composes us, right? But it, but it also takes on, generally, generally speaking, it will take on a view that something such as human nature does not exist, okay? Because um, it kind of, what usually will get tacked on to like a pure materialism is this view that uh, concepts, or in medieval philosophy, what's called universals, are not real in any way. Okay, they're just constructs of the mind, or they're just names that we give them. We just name these things for our own convenience of language, right? And this also brings a lot of issues, because if 
if we're just naming concepts or if they're if they're just things that exist purely in the in the individual mind as you know maybe a unicorn can exist in my mind but not in reality uh if, if these sort of universals these general concepts are like that then there really is no such thing as human nature which our bodies need to be conformed to and that can be that's an issue that's an issue because then we have no we have nothing really pointing us towards what is good true and beautiful at least in the natural world we have nothing from in the material world that points us towards god right whereas the third view that the catholic church takes um it is materialist in the sense that we believe that we are our body and that, that we believe that uh our bodies are what we are. If we are separated from our bodies, we are not what we are. We are not uh, living in a full human nature, right? We're not fully human if we're separate from our body, which is why heaven is a temporary state. Um, and and so there's this this idea that it's like these forms they're real. The, the, the universal human nature, human nature is real. It's real. But generally speaking, when the Catholic Church discusses this topic. It takes a more a view that goes back to Aristotle, and they would say that yes, these this human nature is real, but it if there were no humans, it wouldn't exist. Right, like human nature would not exist if there were no humans. But it is real. We're not taking a sort of nominalistic or conceptualist view of this, where it's just a construct of the human mind. No, it's a real thing. It's part of reality. It's rooted in reality. Human nature is rooted in the material world, insofar as like it is our bodies. Human nature is our body, so it's not this like purely materialist, or not this. I guess you could say traditionally materialist. It says all that we are as human nature whatsoever. We're just we're just individual bits of matter floating through space. So anyway, I wanted just to elucidate all that I said in the last episode a little more clearly and a little more succinctly um, because of how important this topic is. Because I mean, I would say in a lot of ways. In a lot of ways, it, Catholics who take this view of human nature have much more in common with a materialist atheist than we do a dualist Christian. And that might sound kind of crazy, but but the reasoning, my reasoning for that, is that we have we really have like the same starting point. We have the same starting point of what we which is, is really, before people ask about God, before people ask about questions of theology and revelation, we first need to ask, what am I, and what is the natural world around, okay? That, that's generally how people look at the world. And so, in that sense, I think it is, it is uh, true that we are closer to the materialist atheist in many ways than we are to the dualist Christian, uh, because the dualist Christians can start to have this sort of a, even a, like a Gnostic kind of a view where the body is bad, the soul is good, you know, this, this dual sort of view lends itself to this kind of thinking, um, body is bad, soul is good, have to transcend the body, um, and really it, it, it creates a divorce, a separation between the human person and the material world. And again, the fact that we die and we go to heaven, that's the exception to the rule. That wasn't meant to be. We weren't meant to go to heaven apart from our bodies. We weren't meant to be in the beatific vision apart from our bodies. That's kind of God making do with the fall of humanity, right? That'd be 
kind of a Catholic theodicy on this issue. Theodicy being a uh, an explanation of the world as it is via um, a story of of God uh, in relation to God. I guess you could say a narrative in relation to God. That's sort of the Catholic theodicy is that, yes, we were meant from all of eternity to be material beings, but material beings who are capable of uniting themselves with God. Not in a, not in a spiritual way, not in like a purely spiritual way, but uniting ourselves with God in our bodies. And this is why actually the Franciscan thesis, which I've talked about in some episodes, if you look back, go back and listen to the episode on the Franciscan thesis. This is why I think the Franciscan thesis is so... Um, uh, it is so uh, important for our day. So for those of you who don't remember or don't know, um, the Franciscan thesis says that Christ would have become man. The second person of the Blessed Trinity would have become man whether humanity had fallen, committed the original sin or not. Christ would have become man. The incarnation would have still happened. And thus, this is a side note, but thus Mary would have also been necessary from all of eternity. So this is why the Franciscans have such a high view of Mary they also have a very high view of Christ, but a, a high view of Christ incarnate. Because from this view, it shows that God wanted to become one with us, not through some sort of spiritual unit, but through bodily unit, by becoming man, sharing human nature with us. And that is the primary, the, the primary um, indication of what we are and where we're going. The primary indication of what we are and where we're going is the incarnation of Jesus Christ. It's we are meant to be divinized, not in just our souls, not just a union of ourselves and God in our spiritual, uh, in our souls, but in our bodies because we are bodily creatures. And so this union with God, even in our bodies, um, is our end, is what we were made for. And that's why, you know, at the end of time, God is... After the, after the second coming of Christ, God is going to create a new heavens and a new earth. Not just a new heavens, but a new earth. We will live forever as material beings. And again, you know, th- there are many people who will never experience that separation of soul and body because uh, they will be alive at the second coming of Christ when he ushers in the new heavens and the new earth. So those people will never die really form, formally speak, in, in the way that we generally think about it. They won't die because they, they will just be transformed immediately um, either unto glorification in union with uh, Christ's incarnational body or they will be transformed unto punishment, which would be them living their bodily existence separate from God, which is what we would consider hell. And that's like hell in the fullest of the sense. Um, and I'm not sure how that's going to work work out i mean because generally we talk about hell as like the spiritual state of the soul separate from god uh after death right but in the new heavens and the new earth ooh, there will you know and, and i guess it won't be hell strictly speaking because i guess revelation says that hell will be thrown into the pit of fire or however that goes um so it'll be some sort of new thing where the demons and then you know the demons are still obviously separate from god nothing's going to change much for them but for, for the damned human beings, they'll get their bodies back, but it'll be unto punishment in some some way. Uh, they'll be separate from God. And I don't know, maybe like since they're so separate from God, they'll be constantly decaying and dying, and but never actually dying. I don't know. It's, it's weird. It's weird. Weird stuff. Um, it's, it's an odd thing to think about. New heavens, the new earth, like that seems pretty clear. But what goes on with the souls of the damned 
that's an interesting it's a very interesting question what happens to them after after the uh, the resurrection the general resurrection so anyway again again just focusing on the fact that we are mate- our material bodies our human natures are material and the material world is so incredibly important because because heaven that state of the beatific vision apart from our bodies after we die god willing um is just temporary heaven is just temporary um in the sense of you know being separate from our bodies in heaven and again some people will never experience it because they will be here when the second coming of christ occurs so um some people will never experience that full separation of soul and body where they're living in that miraculous sort of a state so anyway i think i think it just the franciscan thesis like i was saying it about the primacy of christ and christ becoming man whether we had sinned or not it just shows this um divine plan that god has for humanity that we were always meant and are always meant to be material beings and it just shows how important our bodies are and how important the material world is all right thanks oh uh real quick real quick please feel free to uh, subscribe to any of my podcasts on any of the podcast players find me on youtube please subscribe like me on facebook like the catholicism car channel on facebook twitter instagram we're all there catholicism car find me. and then i also have a patreon account if you wish to support what i do at, at this podcast and this youtube channel and you can also support us on anchor.fm there's a support button there you click on i also have links to all of this on my website's support page at www.catholicisminthecar.com